Welcome to Delaney Diamond Presents an Author Chat, where we interview authors about their books, writing process, and personal lives. This show is sponsored by the Delaney Diamond Readers Lounge, an online community of readers where we bond over great books and support programs that promote literacy and book distribution. To join us, visit DelaneyDiamond.com and select the Reader's Lounge tab. Welcome to Delaney Diamond Presents, an author chat. Hello, everyone. I am Delaney Diamond, author of sensual and passionate romance in the contemporary romance and romantic suspense genres. The theme for May in the Reader's Lounge is romantic suspense. And today I'm talking to my really good friend, Sharon C. Cooper, about her romantic suspense novel, Tempted. But before I get started with the questions, I want to tell you a little bit about Sharon. Sharon C. Cooper is the award-winning and USA Today best-selling author of over 30 novels. She loves anything involving happily ever afters, including books, movies, and of course, real life. She writes romantic suspense, contemporary romance, and enjoys rainy days, carpet picnics, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Among her many awards, she won the Romance Slam Jam Emma Award for Author of the Year in 2019. And that same year, her favorite, she won the Favorite Hero Award for her novel, Indebted. When she's not writing, she's hanging with her husband, doing volunteer work, or reading a good book. Please welcome Sharon C. Cooper. Hey, Sharon. Hey. Hi, everybody. How are you doing today? Oh, <laughs> What's the weather I'm, like I'm, over there in Georgia? Uh, what'd you say? What's the weather like over there in Georgia? Okay. Well, I've been held up in my writing cave. Okay. So let me look out. <laughs> um, I think it's been raining off and on. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but nothing too major. I think it's still probably like 70 some degrees, maybe even 80. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty nice over here. It, it was raining earlier when I went out, but it's a lot better now. Now, do you guys so come out? Do you have the same temperature typically as? Yeah, although sometimes oh. it's, um, I'm over here in Huntsville, Alabama, and um, sometimes it's a little cooler, actually. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started with the questions. Um, basically, the, the first questions are us just getting to know you, okay? Okay. So the Don't first make one... them hard, though. <laughs> of course not. We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's All what right. I'm worried about. <laughs> All right. So the first question that I want to ask you basically is what is your author origin story? And basically that's me just trying to find out what inspired you to start writing and why did you pick romance? Oh, why did I start writing? Um, I, I, that is a, I think I, whenever I answer this question, I think I changed the answer every time. Mm-hmm. And I, like to think I started writing because I enjoyed romance, mm. reading romance. I enjoy reading romance. So then I figured, you know, like everybody, oh, I can write a romance. <laughs> and so it that's where it started. Well, actually, now, it started it? with a children's book. I started with a children's book, to be honest. 
Oh, no, I did not know that about you. you okay. Oh. No, I sure didn't. Yes, I started. Um, my family, uh, my parents un- have been entrepreneurs all my life. And mm-hmm. so me and my siblings um, ran their child care center. They had a, a pretty large child, accredited child care center for 20 some years. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're surrounded by kids everywhere. Lots and lots of kids. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> when I moved, and that was in Milwaukee, and when I moved to San Diego, I kept thinking of this idea that I had for a children's book. So I wrote one, and it was called But I Washed My Hands Yesterday. Oh. And yeah. <laughs> and it was, I have to admit, it was a cool story. Long story short, it uh-huh. didn't sell as a children's book, but I tweaked it changed it to a children's play and it sold within a week wow yeah it sold to this company I don't know it used when I was growing up and it was like a long time ago um (laughs) in grade school in grade school when they put on plays they used to have they used to get the different plays from a company Mm -hmm. and and I don't know if they were approved by the school board or what anyway that company is who bought my play. Oh, it's wow. called, but I, you could probably Google it, but I washed my hands yesterday. It's but I washed my hands. Yeah, that's so cool. I knew that you had written before, but I, like before you started writing romance, but I didn't know that it was um, a children's book because I think the first one you had written, wasn't it, wasn't it like women's fiction or something? Oh like that? yeah, something that's, new. That's, yeah, that's the, yeah. that's what I was familiar with. So, oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I forget about the children's, the children's book. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but that's my story. Okay, so, so let's go back to the romance. Um, you decided you wanted to start writing romance. Was that easy or harder than you thought it would be? How was oh, it? Yeah. You Are you kidding me? As I'm on <laughs> a couple of deadlines as we see, yes, way harder. Every book mm-hmm. feels like a first book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's still hard. Um, it's 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 a lot, it's a lot harder than you would think. You know, a lot of times we'll read a book, it's like, oh, I can write that, or I can do that, you know, <laughs> until you have to do it. Until you actually have to do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah there is a lot of work, especially if you want it to be an enjoyable read. There's a lot of work that goes into these stories. Everything from, I mean, coming up with an engaging plot to research, 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 you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, 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 really, I really love what I do, but it's probably the hardest job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And okay. I was a sheet metal worker, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay, it's harder than you thought it would be, but um, what, as, so you've been writing now, or published now for what, 10 years? 10 years. Uh, 10 years? Okay. 10 years and one month, I published my first book, and that mm. was something new. Yep. Thanks to you. Did you know, did anybody know that Delaney made me publish my first book <laughs> I, I did not... I put a gun to her head yeah. she did and it was like <laughs> what are you waiting for you know <laughs> she's all nice to you guys but she just keeps it real with the rest of us okay I just have to throw that out there 
Um, okay, so we have, let me see, I'm checking the chat here. We have a couple of questions before we go on. Um, oh, yes, someone wants Missy. to know. Missy, yes, she's a book bully. <laughs> <laughs> a book bully. <laughs> I'm glad I turned on the called. chat. I've, I've, yeah, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but that's a new one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mitzi and Sharon. Um, <laughs> uh, but Alice had a question for you, and she wanted to know, because you mentioned the sheet metal work, and she wanted to know if that's where you got the idea for the Jenkins series. Who is she? Um, no, the sheet metal work. Alice? She. Oh, she Alice wanted, wanted to, to know, know if that's... Yeah. Yes. If that's where you got the idea. Yes, it is. I'm trying to think if there's any stories that are similar to mine. I'm terrified of rodents. So I used that in a couple of books. That was in the first (laughs) one. Yeah. I used it in this. I used it in the short story and um, Tony and Craig's main story. They're full length now, but I used it in there too. Because Tony in the story is terrified. And, you know, it's funny it's, it's something like that is super funny to a construction worker because we're always having to go into attics or basements or mm-hmm. crawl around in you know tunnels and stuff and so you you're gonna always see rodents and creepy crawlies and yeah oh my goodness yeah, yeah. I mean I don't have a phobia but I wouldn't want to see them anyway okay. so <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> not something I would want to see Yep, but that's where the Jenkins family, um, that's where that story, that series came from is some of, you know, just being um, at the time when I was a sheet metal worker um, in Milwaukee, I was the only African-American sheet metal worker while I was yeah. in the trade. Yep. Wow. Yep. It was okay. for years. Breaking yeah. down barriers. Look at you. Yes. It was interesting. <laughs> Good and bad, you know. It was fabulous <laughs> oh, sure. with my main the main people I work with were amazing. But mm-hmm. I remember when I first got into the trade and I went to this company, nobody looked like me. And they were all older white guys. And I remember the foreman, and you know, when I reported to him that very first time, I was 18, and I said, Yeah, I'm here from the union. And I'm the new apprentice. And no, and I say, and I'm supposed to start today or something like that. He said, I asked for an apprentice and they sent you. Wow. So, yeah. So I had to prove myself. Right. Well, we're used to that anyway, right? (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Learned really early in life. Real fast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay. So tell me about... In, in terms of writing, tell me about something that you've learned since in these past 10 years that you've been writing and published that you wish you could go back and tell your younger self, because I'm sure you've learned something that you think, oh, my God, I wish I had known this when I started, or whether it's a tip, it could be good, bad, whatever, anything that you wish you could go back and tell yourself? Um, I wish I had a bigger vocabulary. I wish I had a, a Delaney Diamond vocabulary. <laughs> I am serious. I I got straight A's in uh, throughout English classes and was a, a very good student. But my vocabulary is not that broad. Oh. Yeah. So I would oh. tell myself, 
to probably I bet you expected something a little more juicier than that but uh yeah I will probably tell myself to work a little harder as far as building my vocabulary okay I mean that's pretty practical though and it's certainly something that would benefit you as a writer right almost definitely because right now the the sores is constantly open (laughs) right (laughs) okay so take us behind the scenes of your processes when you're writing a story and you're going from the idea to when you say this is it the end what does that look like for Sharon C. Cooper okay so I usually, for some reason, the first thing that pops in my head are occupations. And then I put names with those occupations. This is before the plot, before I even have a good solid idea of the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I start with that. And then from there, I just start, um, once I have a, a little inkling of what I want to happen in the story, then I start, I have a notebook for every every book I've written and mm-hmm. each notebook a separate just, no- notebook for each a one? separate notebook for each story for each so one. yeah okay. I love notebooks basically mm-hmm. um and so in that notebook my very first page is usually a character list like all the characters in the story who I want or need one that's just to as I'm writing you know I won't you know forget oh I've used a Paul already or whatever um, and then throughout that notebook, I just start writing, I'd say probably for the first, I don't know, 20, 30 pages, just scene ideas. And as I write scene ideas and other ideas come, and then, um, but in between there, I might start with the scene ideas, but then I do a character sketch for the two main characters. Okay. I write down everything from what their hobbies are, their skin color, um, if they're a pessimist or an optimist, I mean, anything you could possibly think of, I usually add it to that character sketch. And that helps me kind of get to know the character. And then as I get to know the character, I come up with more scene ideas. Mm-hmm. And then after oh. I come up with enough scene ideas, I do an outline um, and try to plug those scenes of where I will want them in the story. Okay. After the uh, outline. So oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's pretty detailed initially, but go ahead. Continue. It is. And you would think that I could just plow right through a story with all that information. But <laughs> lately, probably not with so the much. last, what'd you say? I said not so much, I bet. Not oh. so much. Because probably with the last, I don't know, maybe 10 stories, um, the outlines don't look, the stories don't look like the outlines. Mm-hmm. they have changed they changed so I don't know if I'm not spending enough time on the outlines or if I'm just getting old and I just want to my brain just wants to do whatever it wants to do or something I'm not sure and I actually don't characters. think that that's that's not even so unusual because I mean I've I'm a pantser you know that so right. I don't do outlining but um just from talking to other plotters it's so often that they don't actually follow the outline that they write it's almost like okay the outline is a map but you can veer off and make a left instead of going straight you still have 
you know, different ideas that kind of crop up, I guess. Right. Right. And so, um, so it gives you a roadmap so that you kind of have a direction to go in, but you're not restricted to that. Whereas with, but you would think that would be a good thing, but but that would make me be a more flexible person. But because I'm an A type personality, a little OCD, (laughs) it is really hard to make myself veer veer away from the outline. So it's a struggle because it's like, well, this is supposed to happen. And then I get frustrated because it's not happening the way I wrote it in the outline. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm I'm working on myself to be a little more flexible. Mm -hmm. That way I can just plow through the story instead of wrestling with myself. Yeah, instead of fighting whatever the creative uses are that come up because it doesn't fit within the... And I do that, you know, definitely I do that. Still, after 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay. So now I want to ask you a little bit about um, the romantic suspense, the makeup of your romantic suspenses. Like, okay. for instance, what per, do you have a percentage in mind where it's like, say, 60-40 um, romance versus suspense or 70-30? Is any of, does any of that matter to you or are you just kind of going with the flow? Uh, no, it does like, matter. It matters it does to matter. me. Okay. Yeah, because mainly... I look at my romantic suspense as romance with a big dose of suspense. Mm -hmm. And so that would mean my intent, I don't know if it always comes out that way, is to have 70% romance and maybe 30%, yeah, about 70, 30, or 60, 40. But more, I I prefer more romance. Uh, I shouldn't say prefer but I aim for more romance than the suspense. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. And so I don't, I don't know if it always comes out that way, but that's my, usually my intent. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think if there's a story that had more suspense than romance that I've written. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You would have to yeah, ask but you're, Alice. But with your, <laughs> have to ask Alice, you said <laughs> Well, you know what? It's the fact that you're um, like you have a you know you you have a goal in mind, right? So yeah. that probably makes it so much easier to actually hit the plot points that you want to hit for romance, and the plot points that you want to hit for um, the suspense portion. So you're able to weave it. It's like okay, this is a romance, but it's got some suspense, and you just kind of weave the suspense in between there, exactly um, to a lesser degree. Yeah. That yeah, I think with the um, Harlequin, the Harlequin books might have more suspense. More, yeah. Maybe. The ones that I've read seem to lean more toward the suspense. Yeah, I think now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and I'm not sure yeah. why. It just kind of works this worked itself out like that. Mm-hmm. But usually when I'm um, jotting down um, scene ideas in the notebook, I try to you know, keep that in mind, you know, that I want it to be more romance than suspense. So I really try to add more scenes that could, you know, help me, you know, build up the romance part, Mm -hmm. um, even more than the suspense. 
So we have a couple of comments in the chat. I'm just going to read them to you real quick. Oh, okay. Um, Brenda says, I love your romantic suspense stories. The bad guys oh, are thank really you, bad. Brenda. Great characterization. Thank you. <laughs> and Alice has addressed your concern. And she said oh. Indebted had more suspense than romance to her. Oh, okay. It took Laz and Journey a long time to actually get some romance going. So that's okay. her opinion on that one. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, Alice has read everything, so. I would say she's probably right. She knows, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and start talking about Atlanta's finest. Okay. Um, it's a really popular series when it was picked in the lounge as our book of um, the month. Tempted was picked in the lounge as the book of the month. Uh, people were really happy about it because quite a few of the readers were familiar with the series. They'd read some or all of the books in the series yeah so it's really they were really excited my question for you is where did the idea come from and this was also one of the questions in the chat where did the idea come from for Atlanta's finest and then part two to that is how do you keep coming up with ideas for each new novel hmm where did that idea come from you know it it I'm trying to think I know it is. It was supposed to be this series is supposed to be a spinoff of the Reunited series, mm. um, because I, my goal with all of my series is not to make them so long to where either people get tired of them or so long to where new people don't want to jump in because they got to read eight, ten, eight to ten books mm-hmm. um, of the series. And so I think that was why I did or attempted to do like a spinoff of the Reunited series. They're very different though, because I think the Reunited series might've had more suspense than the Atlanta's Finest series. Okay. So the so that's what made me, that's how I came up with the idea because I wanted a spinoff. And Part two was, how do you come up with ideas for each novel? Ooh, how do I? I don't know. They just kind of come up. Like, I can just be, like, for instance, tempted. Years ago, um, I remember my husband and I were walking through this parking lot. And there was this car, old car. And the trunk, the back of the car was almost dragging on the ground. And my first thought was like, ooh, I hope it ain't a dead body in here. <laughs> you are such a writer. <laughs> Only a writer would be thinking that. I remember that I, said, I was like, of all the things you could have come up with, <laughs> how did you come up with that? And it was like the and I was real serious because it was like the first thing that popped in my mind, you know, because he was like, it could be bricks. It could be anything. In and the only thing I thought of was, I hope it's dead not body. a dead body in there. So then an idea sparked. So I was like, nah, I just need a story to put that in. And that's usually how, how the ideas come. I can just be, I don't know, just, just sitting somewhere or really. see something and then the ideas spark. And then I just try to, you know, make it, you know, over the top. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And and that's how the ideas come. So there's nothing like, I don't do anything super fancy or anything like sometimes the ideas will come depending on, because 
like I said, usually the first things that come to me are occupations and names. And mm-hmm. so then it's like, when I think of the occupation, it's like, okay, what kind of story would go good with this occupation? And yeah, so I don't really have a good system. It's just like pretty random. Yeah, I think that's pretty normal though, because oh, that's good. why they say as writers, we should be living our lives because we get inspiration from so many different things, whether it's uh, people around us, movies, other books that we read. So it's not, um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint sometimes a specific thing that inspires a story, Mm -hmm. but just by us living our lives, you know, (laughs) spending time with family, going out, which is why I think the pandemic has affected so many writers because- I agree. So many people were not able to just go out and, in, and experience life. And so a lot of people were, they lost the inspiration that they normally would be getting because they were locked inside. Yeah, I agree. Either they lost it or they, you know, got inspiration. It might not be as, um, might not be the type of inspiration they initially wanted, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> More depressing or. Right, right. You know. Yeah. It's hard to be uplifting and <laughs> exactly. Positive. Yeah. yeah, you know, it might be hard to write romance if you're going through, you know. <laughs> <laughs> going through it. <laughs> I'm looking um, in oh, the comments. It's like, mm-hmm. thank you all for I, see I know they're showing some that, love, right? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> they've read all of my books and thank you, Sharon, <laughs> Mitzi, Alice. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Tammy, for pre-ordering. Yeah. You guys have me grinning over here. <laughs> Mitzi's like, Laz is a one-click type situation. Okay. And we're going to get to Laz because I know okay, that yeah. he's one of your more popular Oh my goodness, I can tell you characters. stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's go ahead and real quick talk about Tempted. I'll okay. let you give us a summary of the characters and the plot real quick before we go delve into the questions about the story. Okay, um... Tempted. You said the summary. Yeah, I mean, just give it, us a quick you know, summary. I've and, written like um, six books since that one. <laughs> <laughs> it really cracks me up when I get an email and somebody asked me about a character, and I'm thinking like, okay, now which book was this? You know. <laughs> well, just a, a quick summary. Um, this story is Ashton Chambers. And um, Ashton, Ashton Chambers and um, Danny, Danny Eubanks. This is their story. And Ashton, uh, most people knew Ashton from the very beginning of the of the series because, if I'm not mistaken, he was actually he started in Vindicated, mm-hmm. and he, him, and um, Lazarus were um were partners and I've always liked Ashton and I don't even know why you know just some characters just kind of you know you just love them even if they don't have a really big part it could be just you know because you know when we're writing stories it's like we're picturing we can actually feel and see these characters and so I've always loved Ashton um but unfortunately his story just kept getting pushed back because I couldn't figure out who to match him up with and it wasn't until uh Delaney it wasn't until we did that collaboration the Irresistible Husband series 
mm-hmm. and Danny. And after Danny, um, after her story was published, and, and people started asking us, is Danny getting a story? Is Danny getting a story? And I was like, man, we got to give Danny a story. And then I thought about Ashton. I'm like, oh my goodness, they'd be perfect together. Mm-hmm. You know, he's real cool, laid back, patient. And she's just not, you know, she's just <laughs> out there. And so um, I really had a good time um, pulling their, their story changed drastically from the, um, from the outline, but I really enjoyed them as a couple. It was like, I could totally see them together, see some of their interaction, see her driving him nuts, you know, mm-hmm. being hard to get, not really playing hard to get. Cause she just, she just wasn't there. She wasn't where he was. Um, yeah, she'd had her heart broken a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, a couple of times. Um, she was like, being a little cautious. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so that's how they kind of, they just kind of came together. I just thought their personalities um, would fit. And I think I saw where somebody asked, why was she a bar owner? Right. Mm-hmm. And, how, um, and why was she friends with Chloe? Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. I didn't really like Chloe. Um. <laughs> And to I, and she was a person I got quite a few emails. When is her story coming out? I'm thinking like, uh, I cannot redeem that sister. She just really because mm-hmm. I just knew she was gonna get a story what? because at the no. end, yes, because her and Ian seem to have this connection. No, Are you me? I, I am not putting her with Ian. You I love dangled Ian a already. carrot, lady. You're gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna. Have, you're gonna have to deliver. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't tell me you're like team Chloe. I'm not team Chloe, but I'm definitely curious about her and Ian really? because it seemed like there was something there at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm not putting her with Ian. Yeah, she just she loves okay. men. She loves men, <laughs> but she's not getting Ian. Okay. Nah. Okay. You know, maybe I'll bring her back just as a uh, antagonist or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe she'll interrupt Ian's love um, love story or something I don't know but right now yeah I have no plans for Chloe and I don't know was... people in the chat are saying that um, Chloe needs a story what like, okay really okay <laughs> I don't know if I could do I don't know if I could do anything with uh, with Chloe yeah cause when I when I um handed with you know about her and Ian it wasn't that I was gonna give them a story I don't know why I did that that wasn't an outline I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just got, got carried away didn't go straight on yeah. the outline so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but yeah, Danny was the, a bar owner because we needed a bar owner for our, when our um, irresistible husband series. Yeah, yeah. She just kind of fit the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did I answer all the questions? You know, I start rambling. And... Yeah, yeah. You answered the okay. question. Um, I've got some more for you, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. This, this particular question is basically about the characters. And what I want to know is, are there any characters in the story or the series even that you really enjoy writing about? 
And please talk about Laz, um, whether or not he's your favorite, because there's a question in the chat about what prompted you to write this character. So you know, that's be. Laz just kind of came out of nowhere. To be honest with you, he can't. I know why he came up. He came up because I was asked to be a part of the Breaking Bad um, box set. And I needed, they wanted a short story and they wanted the heroes to be alpha, just bad, basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I, don't even, I didn't want him bad, bad. I just wanted him a little bad, like a lovable bad, kind of. Right, you know? right. But writing him, it just felt like anything goes. And you know how it is when you have those characters where anything goes. It's, it's just so like, much fun. It is. It's so so much I, fun. It is, definitely. So I will say he's one of my favorite characters that I've written. Him, um, Dakota, she's another one because she's like the feet. Almost, no, Geneva. Geneva is the female version of Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just anything goes with them. They just they 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 are who they are, and they're unapop. They're not, you know. They just don't care. They just they're just who they are, and so it makes it really a lot of fun to write them. Um, did you ask if I had a favorite character in the series? Yeah, I was wondering if there was one character that you actually enjoyed writing about the most. And then I have another follow up to the lies. Okay, go ahead. I've enjoyed most of them. I've enjoyed all now, of you the main the characters. Geneva. Um, yeah, Geneva was of, fun to write because she was a female version of Lazarus. Uh, so it was like yeah. she, you know, had the she was a total badass. The cursing, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think I had it in a story she was beating up a kid with her bat because he had had messed up her Mustang. And it's like, you know, just the idea of a classic Mustang being you know destroyed <laughs> you know yeah she just went in on them and I just could totally picture it mm-hmm. um but I don't know in that series if I had an absolute favorite Dominic Dominic um Hamilton's son when he first appeared in the Vindicate I think he was like 11 years old he might be my favorite because he was I used my nephew as my inspiration and so I would always ask my nephew questions. And my nephew, he's he's not really shy, but he's definitely introverted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so getting information out of him, um, you know, was a little hard. But, you know, he would do things or say things. He was horrible at keeping secrets. And so I had to make Dominic horrible at keeping secrets. And... Mm-hmm. And so it really made it, I really, he was just an adorable character. I really need to bring him back, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I think so, he might be my favorite. Him and Dakota. Yeah. I'm going to circle back to Laz again, okay. because there's there was a question in the chat I didn't want to miss. And it's from Mitzi. And she okay. said, were any of your characters, such as Laz, or that punk Knox <laughs> modeled after anyone. No. <laughs> I love Knox's name. Is that not a cool name for a bad guy? That is a cool name, yeah. <laughs> it really is. No, you know, I don't know. I think Dominique might be the only person modeled in this series after anyone. 
um, um, who, uh, Martina, Martina and, um, the Jenkins family. I didn't realize it when I was writing her, but she, she has some of my sister tendency. She, my sister is like, you guys will love her. She's just like one of these people that everybody loves. You know, one of those people that they make a friend wherever they go. She's one of them people. And, and she kind of reminds me a little bit of, of, of Martina because she's funny. And she's funny. She doesn't try to be funny, but she's like, she's just hilarious. Mm. She just has such a witty personality, even when she's not trying to be funny. And she'll say stuff, you know, that, you know, because her and I are like opposites. And she'll just, like, there's a, a comment in one of the Jenkins book where it says, um, I think one of the girls said something to Martina. So how did it taste? And then Martina's looking at because this was after an argument with her mother or something. How did it taste? And then Martina was like, how did what taste? And she said, the foot in your mouth. And my sister said that to me <laughs> You know, and it's like, those are the kind of things that, you know, I put in books because that those are the things that they'll say. Right, right. Yeah, you know, so she's she's probably, there's probably a lot of her quotes in the books that I just can't think of off the top of my head, but that was one of them. Because there was something, I had put my big foot in my mouth and then she just comes over whispers. You know, I'm thinking she's going to be like, don't feel bad, you know. You know, we all goof up with some of our words or whatever. But she was like, how how did it taste? And I'm like, how did what taste? She said, that foot in your mouth. You know, it's like. And came over and asked you. Yes, and she whispered it. You know, it was like, you know, I'm thinking she's going to show empathy or something. Nope. Yeah, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Did I answer the question? Yes, you did. Okay. You did. All right, let's go to the chat real quick and see what people are saying. Um, let's see. <laughs> okay, Alice wants to know why, was there any particular reason why you had Chloe be an, um, an escort to wealthy men? And <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it was like one of those things where you're just coming up with ideas and like, ooh, I think that'll be fun, you know, and you just mm-hmm. run with it. That's how that's how Chloe came to be. All right. And more comments. Uh, she was good and no nonsense type of person. So I like Danny a lot. Ooh, Laz oh, was Danny. a sexy. Yeah. yeah, Laz. I'm just reading comments. Oh, okay. Laz was a sexy bad boy, I guess. It might be needed there. I'm not sure. Um, he was one of those cops where his heart was in the right place, even though he did not always follow the rule follow the <laughs> yeah. rules. Yeah, that would definitely. That would be him. <laughs> Geneva was off the chain and I loved it very much. Geneva and, was fun. She was mm-hmm. fun because it's like she was one of those characters. She could say anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And throughout the series, I just kept her like that, you know, because yeah. You always need a few people, a few characters like that that just kind of wants to kind of keep it real and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're nearing, um, we're almost, we're let's see, we're winding down. So I'm going to try to squeeze a couple more questions in here before we run out of time. Okay. One of the questions I wanted to ask you is, why does this couple work as a couple? Why did you decide to put them together? You said once you saw Danny 
as that character and in the bar you thought oh she would be perfect for Ashton what was it about them that you thought would work you know how because how I pictured Ashton he was you know that guy that every woman you know looks for patient kind a little bit alpha but not over the top like lies um And I thought she needed someone after two broken engagements and just, you know, pretty much giving up on love or whatever. I thought she kind of needed someone who could coax her out of that, you know, coax her from behind that wall that she had Mm -hmm. built up. And I thought he would be perfect Um, because in my head, you know, he was like this perfect guy, you know, hardworking, uh, compassionate but you know still had a little edge to him you know right right without being too over the top which would be which would be good for her yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. kind of he was he was really caring too like you know the way that he he was caring without being overbearing because that scene in the bar where that guy was harassing her initially and he was there he didn't jump up right away and do something he kind of you know just waited to see yeah yeah let me see how this is going to play out kind of thing that's where that patience kind of came in at Mm -hmm. the guy just kind of caught him on a bad day too (laughs) well I mean he kind of deserved it you know Um, I did (laughs) not blame Ashton and you know I'm always about the men like (laughs) <laughs> defending the women I like to see them I like to see people get beat up <laughs> in defense of the heroine so I was like but I mean him being a cop I know that he had to have restraint he can't right. just go all crazy and do whatever and it was but really it, important um that I added that part where he you know had that was having that talk with himself like okay remember you were a badge, you know, <laughs> you know, where he really, you know, wanted to slam the guy's head into a wall or something. Um, but I really tried to make sure that, you know, I didn't condone like cops beating up, you know, especially the way I opened up Lazarus first book, you know, with him beating up a kid. Um, and so I, I didn't want it to seem like I couldn't go out beating up on folks. Police brutality, yeah, that's not exactly. So it was like, okay, I knew I had to make him, you know, talk to himself. Okay, remember, you're a cop, you know, you're a cop, yeah. <laughs> All right, um, let's see in the chat. Tammy said Ashton was done with being the police, but he wanted to get the guy that killed his sister first. Glad he's moving on. Yep. She also said it's always good to hear about a man defending a woman. Oh, yeah. And then, I do love damsels in distress, you know, guys coming to the rescue. I mean, yeah. not if they're like, you know, the too stupid to live kind of characters, but damsels. You know. Yeah. 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 All right. We have two more questions. One okay. is from Mitzi. I'm going to read that to you, and then I'm going to ask mine separately so hers is as it relates to the suspense did you think about ending this book differently I did I actually um had that drunk coming back he was going to have a run-in with Danny um I think somehow he if I remember with my in the outline he actually somehow got into her office Mm -hmm. and that they were gonna have you know kind of a fight scene um that was between him and Danny or him and Danny yeah he was gonna come back for revenge because 
it was because of her he was embarrassed in front of others right Um, right, you know he got he felt he got roughed up by a cop and so he he was he wanted to retaliate and so in my outline he was actually supposed to come back in the story okay but it didn't happen especially after the um the scene with her almost getting kidnapped Tommy and, said Danny would have whooped his butt. <laughs> he really would have. Yeah. I mean, she my... was carrying, she had a gun, so she <laughs> she could kind of take care of herself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but it was supposed, that was supposed to come back towards the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never happened, you know, so. <laughs> All right. I so mean, then, how did Mike, you guys oh, like the ending? Um, with them riding off into the sunset, getting married. Yeah. Was it too cheesy? It, she's asking what, let us know in the chat. What did you guys think about the el- ending of the story? Okay. Tammy liked it. Mitzi said she loves HEAs. Yes, we all do. Oof. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, because that, that got HEA in a romance. It changed a few times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. okay good so definitely some positive feedback that they liked it so that's oh, good, good. Right? okay <laughs> good, good 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 all right so then my last question for you is while you were Wait, writing the tip time tip, is up already it's up i told you it, it goes fast, fast. <laughs> <laughs> <It goes> so, <laughs> fast. <laughs> um, so while you were writing tempted did you learn anything new in your research because I know as authors we can go down these rabbit holes and Mm -hmm. get really snowed under with information and the crazy thing is we can't use it all right right but um but I I know that often we learn things and I was just wondering if there's anything that you learned when you were researching tempted because you talked about quite a you talked about like the gangs and um the escort service and all that. Was there anything that you picked up while you were researching? I'm trying to think. Some of that, some of the stuff that was in that book was researched um, for other books, you know, especially regarding gangs, um, the gun deal. I'm trying to think if I learned anything new. I'm 100% sure I did. But just mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. I know like with um, when Danny was fighting the two guys that were trying to take her, certain mm-hmm. things I remember when I was a sheet metal worker, I remember one of the guys, I used to learn so much from those guys, stuff that I'm sure my parents wouldn't be approved of, but I learned a lot from them. <laughs> <laughs> and one was some self-defense moves about, you know, the eyes, um instead like of like gouging the eyes yeah instead of mm-hmm. swinging you know like swinging your hand to hit somebody you do more jabs because you can cause more damage or you use something you know say if you have just happen to have your umbrella in your hand and somebody comes after you instead of just trying to whack them with it you jab you know because you can mm-hmm. cause more damage that way so just stuff like that um was reiterated when I did you know, some additional research, like, okay, how can I get this little, little old woman <laughs> to beat up these two guys? <laughs> and um, yeah, so I did do a little more work as far as self defense. I did do a little more research regarding self-defense. Of course, I didn't use half of the stuff, but, you know, just enough 
um, to make it feel, you know, authentic. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I probably looked up some stuff as far as legal stuff, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I'd looked up some stuff because every now and then I'll try to, especially with the cops and the stories, throw in something regarding, you know, if if something is a felony or you're going to go to jail for X amount of years, you know, I probably looked up stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. Specific, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the questions. But before we go, um, is there anything that you have going on, coming up, any um, sales, any new books you're writing? Let us know about what you've got going on. Okay, what do I have going on? I know there's a Kindle deal going on for um, Jada, Jada Jenkins stories. I think that book is like 99 cents on Amazon. Um, for another day or two um that might be the only sale off the top of my head and what about your next release you have a last book coming out yes Lazarus committed um that's coming out in July um July 8th to be to be exact and right now that book is you can pre-order for $3.99 it will be going up to $4.99 like immediately after the release so if you have it pre-ordered, I suggest you pre-order it. Um, you're going to enjoy it. Lazarus is typical Lazarus. <laughs> Doing Lazarus. Yeah, there's a little trouble in paradise. So Between him and Journey? Yes, they go through. Oh. They go through it. And he just, man. Yeah, they go through oh, it. Man. I hope, I hope not too much, but yeah, that those first couple of scenes, those co- first couple of chapters, yeah, she she got on his bad side, and you know he didn't hold back, so <laughs> it was fun to write those scenes. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, it's gonna be good. a good story. <laughs> it's All gonna right. be an enjoyable story. <laughs> <laughs> And so where can people find you online? What's your okay. website address? Um, you can find, well, you can find me and everything that I'm working on um, on my website. Actually, not everything, because In It to Win It is my next romantic comedy that's coming up. But I know we're oh, talking right. about suspense. So anyway. Um, no, but that's fine, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that that out comes what? out December 13th. December Okay. Yeah. And I'll probably start sharing uh, excerpts with my newsletter followers um, in the next next couple of months. Um, what else is going on? But anyway, you can find up for that one. Do you know what you say? Um, does the publisher have the pre-order up for in it to win it? Yes. Already? That is okay. up everywhere. OK, I just I'm glad we're talking about that. I need to add it to my website. <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, you can get that. You can pre-order that. That's all over the place. And what else is going on? Casino Heat, um, reunited series. This story, um, Hunter's story, is Malik's um, NBA playing brother. Um, Finally gets his story. I've been working on this story off and on for years. And so that's going to be book five in the reunited series. That's also up for pre-order. And you can find more details about it on my website under coming soon. And um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Twitter, 
I just can't remember my handles at the, the moment. My brain is fried, y'all. <laughs> pumping out words. <laughs> um, Being in a writing cave. Yes. You know, this was a nice little break. <laughs> yeah, this was a nice little break. But yeah, you can find me and all my, uh, where I'm at on, online on my website. Yeah, SharonCooper.net. Okay, yeah, because all your links for your social media and all that, anyway, is on your website. It's on my website. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to just read a couple of things in the chat because everyone, you're about to go, and so everyone's saying goodbye. They're thanking you for stopping in, saying it's it's been awesome. Keep the darn good books coming. Okay. Got love for your got love for your writing skills. Aww. Um, You guys are wonderful. Thank you Thank for coming you to the all. lounge, counting down the days for committed. Okay. Already, pre- already pre-ordered, Sharon said. <laughs> uh, counting down the days, a lot of mercy. Uh, <laughs> and oh, um, G-Pope, she joined late, but she wanted to let you know that she loves all your books. Especially uh, thank you, G-Pope and <laughs> Tammy and Sharon and Brenda Alice. Mitzi, Alicia, thank you all for for hanging out. Because I know, you know, everybody's so busy these days. So it's so nice. I know. And thank you so much for accepting my invitation. (laughs) Because I know you're so busy and you have all these (laughs) interviews and things to do with the publisher since you're doing romantic suspense. So, I mean, romantic comedy. So I really really appreciate you squeezing us in. Oh, it's my pleasure. Anytime. (laughs) <laughs> all right everyone and thanks thank for you. all of you guys support really appreciate it <laughs> thank you to everyone for listening everyone who was able to make it um really appreciate it and all the kind words that you have for sharon make sure that you grab a copy of her novel tempted if you haven't already and that's gonna be it for this episode of Delaney Diamond Presents until next time laugh often love hard and read a lot thanks guys bye bye thank you